Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Mattier as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and... Um, I hope you had a great breakfast or a great dinner or a great lunch. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope the last meal you had was delightful. I had a sandwich for lunch on Monday. You ever just have a sandwich? You know what I mean? Like just just a, a sandwich, you know, nothing fancy, sandwich and chips. And man, it just hit hard. And so uh, I hope your uh, your latest meal was um, delectable. Anyway, uh, so I'm recording this full disclosure on Monday at about 5.30 p.m. Central Time. And there is no Earl Thomas news. Um, no Earl Thomas news as it relates to the Dallas Cowboys and no Earl Thomas news really in general. Uh, we have lost the ability <laughs> with with a new head coach in place uh, to be able to accurately predict what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do. Um, but I think we've always been able to predict a lot of things when it comes to the NFL. And I thought faux show by now that Earl Thomas would have a new home. I mean, you consider that we are now... 14 days away or 16 days, excuse me, away from the season opener between the Kansas City Chiefs and Houston Texans. And so time is of the essence, especially when you factor in uh, COVID protocols, learning a new playbook, a new scheme potentially. I mean, wherever Earl ends up. So uh, as of the time of this recording, there is no news. Obviously, if there uh, is a situation where there is news, especially if it is that kind of news, we will, of course, run and have an emergency episode of the Ocho, as we always do. But for now, no Earl Thomas news to discuss. Although, uh, we do have what Stephen Jones said to discuss, because anytime anybody associated with the Dallas Cowboys Brain Trust says anything, it is of note. And we always, by the way, will have you covered at blogoftheboys.com, your home for the latest and greatest in the world of America's team, and right here on the Blog of the Boys podcast feed, where we give you, no big deal, two episodes every single day, all the time. Make sure you are covered from head to toe, all things Dallas Cowboys. Later on today, we will have a brand new episode of the 750 with myself and two-time Super Bowl champion Tony Casillas. That's right. We bring you some rings here on on, uh, the B2B podcast feed. But anyway, Stephen Jones was on 105.3 The Fan on Monday and talked about a variety of things. And the first thing I think we should hit on, um, well, l- let's be clear. He he did not talk about Earl Thomas. He was on the KNC Masterpiece and uh, he was asked, you know, hey, uh, are there any defensive players <laughs> out there uh, that you might have an interest in? And Stephen, of, clo- of, of course, kept it close to the vest. Uh, well, let's just hear what Stephen Jones had to say on Monday on 105.3 The Fan. Are there any other <laughs> exciting, available defensive players that we might be able to pick up on the horizon? Well, just as uh, we didn't talk about Everson until it was done, uh, that we found that works much better for us. So, 
as I said, we're in it 365 days a year, and we're always looking to get better. But uh, uh, it obviously is not very productive for us to talk about anything, uh, you know, that we might be in the works on because it can only work against you. I want to be very clear here. Stephen Jones is the EVP of the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. And he's out here saying, you know, talking about it. That's just a bad idea. Um, we, we shouldn't be talking about this because doing that can really only hurt us. Hey, wow. I think that's true. <laughs> I think that that is a good philosophy to have. It is true that we were all very surprised by the Everson Griffin thing, which goes back to the point of we are no longer able to predict how the Dallas Cowboys are going to operate. Um and I got to give Steven credit. Uh, and I got to give the Cowboys credit for recognizing this truth that a lot of teams have known for a long time. Uh, it, it goes against the Cowboy way in every way to, um, to, to really, I mean, it, there's, it's key, there's, keeping your cards close to the vest is one thing, um, but it's another thing to like build a fort around your cards. <laughs> And that's, I mean, maybe that's a little too dramatic, but it does kind of feel like the Dallas Cowboys are, are being a lot more chill than they have in years past, which I think ultimately, while we're all anxious to know what the Cowboys are thinking, um, you know, it, this is the way to roll. And, and that's a, a good thing. I think it is worth mentioning, though, by the way, that in his Monday morning press conference, Mike McCarthy did note that he had spoken with Will McClay about the prospect of Earl Thomas. So that is cool. That is interesting. We will see what happens there. Obviously, the Cowboys did add Everson Griffin uh, along the defensive line. They lost Gerald McCoy. We've been there. We've discussed that. I do want to talk about the defensive tackle depth, um, especially because there is some optimism in the air concerning Tristan Hill. And I, I say that with all due respect because I want Tristan Hill to be a great football player. I think you want Tristan Hill to be a great football player. Obviously, a lot of people have a lot of questions about his game and, and about his rookie season, etc. Um, he had his meeting with the media last week that uh, was very short and, and very different from a lot of players. Uh, but there is some hype building around Tristan Hill, who, by the way, I don't know if we covered this on the show did switch from jersey number 97, gave it to Everson Griffin, and uh, now wears number 72. Um, so shout out Travis Frederick. But um, Tristan Hill, obviously, if if he could take the next step, that would go a long way at mitigating the loss of Gerald McCoy. Uh, and, and there's starting to be some 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 hubs and pub. John Mishota was on Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles yesterday and, uh, you know, said, hey, Tristan, you know, things are, are, are okay, you know, and I think there's reason to believe. Uh, and if you were on the fence, if you don't know, you know, how to feel about Tristan Hill, well, you need to listen to Stephen Jones again because Stephen Jones was asked later on in that same interview on 105 Through the Fan uh, about, uh, you know, uh, about who's exciting, who's looking good right now, and what do you know? Tristan Hill, one of his answers on 105 Through the Fan. You know, I know a lot of people, a lot of Cowboys fans are concerned about the defense. Are there any other players that at least early on you've been like, whoo, look at well, him? Well, I put Leighton in that same deal with Jalen. Oh. Uh, you know, obviously they had that uh, – you know, they kind of, if you would, the sophomore didn't quite play as well as they did uh, the year before, but uh, they've both come back and really making plays and have us really fired up, both Leighton and Jalen. And then, uh, you know, the other one that is really, uh, which we need more than ever now, but he certainly answered the bell, is Tristan Hill uh, has really shown up in practice and uh, consistent and uh, just doing a great job for us. Uh, 
you know, sometimes it's just hard on rookies and they, uh, you know, what they have to go through to get on the field. Some are, some are able to get it done and digest it and do it. But, uh, you know, Rod can give them some tough love, and sometimes uh, some players don't respond as well to the tough love. I know he was inactive some and, uh, you know, was limited on, on his playtime when he was active. But, uh, boy, he has really uh, come along, and certainly with Gerald going down, has really stepped into that role and uh, so far has just been uh, put one, one really good practice after the other uh, the last uh, few days. We've mentioned um, here on the Ocho and on the 750, Tony and I, uh, about the character or attitude issues or concerns that Tristan Hill has had uh, to this point in his NFL career. And you can kind of hear, or you could kind of hear Steven sort of touch on that, talking about the uh, the tough love that Rod Marinelli showed him and, and how some players respond to that and some don't. And um, I, I think it goes without saying. We all hope that that is in the rearview mirror for Tristan. Uh, but, you know, Steven is hyped, and so maybe he got you hyped. I, I don't know. But, um I think, you know, you, you look at the Cowboys' defensive tackles, and we know that they're going to carry four. And back when we did our roster predictions across all of our shows on the network, Tony and I kept four. Obviously, we kept Joe McCoy, who's no longer on the team. And, you know, that, that is kind of a very unique situation. But we kept Joe McCoy. We kept Don Terry Poe. We kept Neville Gallimore. And I kept Tristan Hill. I argued for that over Antoine Woods. My logic, my line of rationale, and again, everything that we have known sort of our logic and line of rationale with regards to the Cowboys is very much different because things are not as predictable as they used to be we've talked about but um my my logic was that well the Cowboys aren't going to get rid of a player who's on the second year of a four-year rookie contract you know when there's so much potential there the the cheap labor the youth of it all is going to win out over somebody like Antoine Woods and Antoine Woods is obviously a player who has had some successes for the Cowboys since joining the team a couple years ago and you know your four defensive tackles and we'll kind of expand on this in a second um are, are obviously now going to be Don Terry Poe Antoine Woods, Tristan Hill, and Neville Gallimore. And Antoine Woods, the last sound clip I want to play, was asked on Monday uh, if, if he thinks he's overlooked. And this is something that a lot of people argue. A lot of people believe that he is underrated, overlooked, whatever you want to call it. Um, I did not overlook him when we put together our 53-man roster. I simply looked at the finances of it all and thought the Cowboys would kind of lean that direction. Obviously, the factors are different. But uh, Antoine Woods does think he's overlooked. And here is uh, what you know, he has to stay on the subject courtesy of the Dallas Cowboys YouTube channel absolutely you know I'm very very prideful of my play and you know I'm a realist I'm honest with myself and I absolutely think I'm overlooked a lot maybe it's because how I came in the NFL undrafted maybe it's because I've been on practice squad for a few years maybe because I had to work hard and earn everything from when I first got here from four string so definitely I feel like I'm overlooked but you know, I use it as motivation and just, you know, keep motivating myself to, I actually like the fact that I'm overlooked because it's just, it feels the fire inside of me and it pisses me off to keep going hard and, you know, keep proving everybody wrong. And I see y'all out there too. So y'all keep, you know, doubting. So Antoine Woods feels overlooked and that's a fair argument, certainly. And he's certainly going to have a prominent role on this year's Dallas Cowboys, uh, especially when you consider what they're working with a defensive tackle. Although, you know, we're hearing so many different things uh, coming out of the star and coming out of Cowboys practices because, look, we know the four names at defensive tackle. Don Terry Poe, Antoine Woods, Tristan Hill, Neville Gallimore. And I want to talk about Gallimore in a second. I do think that 
if those were the names, I think the Cowboys would be fine. However, we have heard that the Cowboys are really, you know, we, we use the term best five a lot on offensive line. It really does feel like the Cowboys are going to use their best four or best three, whatever you want to call it, on defense. We've heard about uh, Alden Smith being used at nose tackle. We've heard about Everson Griffin being used inside. Obviously, we know that Tyrone Crawford has been used there before. So, you know, I, I think that the the term or the name or the description or, you know, the the – acronym associated with defensive tackle uh bear agrees um you know where, where the cowboys players have on the depth chart is is not going to be it's not going to be this rigid thing where you're a defensive tackle so you're the only player that can play that position etc the cowboys are clearly going to use multiple looks multiple fronts and ultimately that's the most important thing but their true defensive tackles if you want to call it that i, I do think are okay and i do think are something that they can work with but the fact that they are I don't know if they feel like they have to adjust for that or if they just want to live and operate this way overall. I hope that that's the case. But I think the Cowboys' defensive line is going to be fine. But I think this, the state of the defensive line is just so interesting and in how it associates what, what's happening in the middle and what's going on there. Uh, it, it is really fascinating. But the last thing I do want to touch on, I mentioned Neville Gallimore. Um, I saw a tweet, shout out to our, our friend, friend of the show, Marcus Mosier from the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. Um, he had a tweet that, uh, made a lot of sense, really. We've heard so much about CeeDee Lamb, and we've heard so much about Trayvon Diggs. We're starting to hear about Bradley and I talking about the defensive line, right? And, you know, we've heard about plays they're making. I think, you know, you, the, you know, prominent, educated, intelligent, hopefully well-fed, as mentioned, listener, you've off the top of your head, you can think of a tweet or a clip or a photo or a video or something you have seen of CeeDee Lamb, right? Okay, got it. You can also think of the same thing when it comes to Trayvon Diggs, right? Okay. Maybe you can't think of, of a video or a photo, but you can definitely think of a tweet you've seen that's hyping up Bradley and I, right? Okay. What have you seen hyping up Neville Gallimore, right? I mean, and, and to be clear, training camp is very different, all right? It's not the same thing, so not every rep is, is public information, et cetera. I think we'll, we'll learn a lot from the blue and white scrimmage, um, hopefully. But, you know, so, so that qualifier is necessary. It's possible that things are happening and there's just so much happening, so much information to get out there. It's just slipping through the cracks. That is possible. But we are not hearing things about Neville Gallimore. And I'm not saying that that means it's terrible or whatever, but just that's a, I thought that was a great tweet from Marcus. And that's a great point to note that other things are coming out over that uh, or instead of that or maybe in place of that. Who knows? But just, just file that away. Just, just file that away uh, as we sit here now, what, 26 days away from the season opener? So, uh, yeah. We uh, will have some good times. But uh, hey, we're going to have a brand new episode of the 750 later on today. Myself and Tony Casillas are going to talk it up, probably chat some defensive line and all that jazz. And we will, of course, have lots of shows available for you all week long here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe. Look, we give you two episodes every day we know that all you want to talk about is the dallas cowboys so we make sure that you have an avenue to do that subscribe apple devices spotify TuneIn radio wherever you get your podcast if you can give a rating write a review those certainly help uh also make sure to subscribe to the blog of the boys youtube channel got lots of videos coming out and we're gonna have some fun there you can follow me on twitter or instagram i am at rj ochoa and you can do me a huge favor you can have the absolute best tuesday of all time you know why because you deserve it we will see you manana my friends as always, go Cowboys and peace out.